Welcome to Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Darren, your co-host, Malcolm here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So, in today's episode, we are discussing about virtual training and how, I guess, it's taking effect in terms of uh, pretty much our jobs and what we're doing right now. Uh, pretty much every single trainer is going into virtual training or doing some type of training online. Uh, transitioning out of in-person training because it's just not possible right now uh, with all gyms being closed. I mean, there's probably some people that still do in-person training. I'm not sure if you are still, Malcolm. Are you still doing some in-person sessions? No, no, not, not anymore. 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 Okay. Yeah, so I guess we're all doing virtual now. So I guess we're going to talk about experience. Uh, I guess as a trainer side, how virtual training is going and also uh, for people who are interested in virtual training, how it's going to be like working with someone online, training virtually, and, you know, just our thoughts on virtual training and where it's going, because I think it's going to be more popular as time progresses, right? Like, eventually, we're probably going to see some type of virtual reality training where people got put on, like we talked about before, like people got put on some headset and do workouts, but I don't know. I hope not, but I mean, I don't. I hope that this is this is this doesn't become like a a common thing. You yeah. know, I hope it does. I don't want it to replace regular in person training. Yeah, um, it's it's good for now. Like it's good for what you. It's good for people who who you've trained in person before. They they understand. You know, they understand mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. circumstances. Yeah. Um, as far as new people. Um, that's a little, it's a little harder to uh to try and convince like newer people to to do that. Only it's, right, right. It would make it would make much more sense if like, um, you know, let's say you want somebody wanted you to train them, but they didn't want to do online training, but they live really far away, mm-hmm. but they but they have their own facility to train in, so like they have like a. Uh, weights in their house or the gym in their house somewhere or or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. They st- they still wanted that like that coaching or that external those all those external cues or anything yeah. al- along that line. That's yeah. where virtual training would come into play. That w- would make per- perfect sense because that mm-hmm. person says, you know, I need someone to tell me what to do or how to do it if I'm doing it right. Yeah. You know, and they need that someone to just basically just coach them whatever some kind of like voice some kind of voices they hear. And so, well, that would make that would make sense. But as far as new people with no experience, with no gym, anything like that, that'd be really hard, you know. Yeah, I mean, virtual training, in my opinion, well, there's two different things, right? There's virtual training, and then there's online coaching, um, mm-hmm. which we we both do, right? So, yeah, I think online coaching is is going to be still the predominant source of training in terms mm-hmm. of like distance training instead of um virtual training like virtual like you said virtual training is great for once again same thing with online coaching i think virtual training right. is great for people who you know already have some type of knowledge of what they're doing like you know they already did some type of resistance training in the past with some type of in-person training or they they already know how to train right Mm-hmm. Uh, so they already know how to do a lot of the exercises and you're just there to like like you said to give them the cues to give them the 
motivation and and to kind of like keep them accountable. Same thing with all coaching, because uh, mm-hmm. like some people like if they don't have that like scheduled session, they're not gonna work out. You know, so uh, for some right. people, it's more of accountability thing. I think, right. but um, in terms of training new people or people who are limited in equipment and just doing bodyweight stuff, yeah, it's it is. I want to say difficult, but it is like definitely more of a challenge. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah like I, I just finished training someone earlier. Right. Yeah. I have someone uh, later yeah. on. Yeah. It, it's a it's a challenge. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously you hope that they have weights at the house, mm-hmm. some kind of weights. It doesn't matter what it is, something. Mm-hmm. If, if it's all body weight and, you know, if you have a client who normally train for an hour, like I have a lady who I normally train for an hour when I train yes. her in person. Yeah. But training her virtually, she has no, she doesn't have any weights. She has like these, mm-hmm. these dumbbells, but they're, they're not the best as far as like taking the weight off, putting it on. It's not the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a fish fishing wise so like mm-hmm. an hour session doesn't really make sense for her because you know we don't have the equipment and our body weight stuff for her is like way too advanced for her and it's like she'll just blow right through it you know i'm just no she's I too was, advanced for body weight stuff yeah she's way too advanced for body weight stuff and the weight she's exactly. had her at her house is way too light so we mm-hmm. switched to doing just half hours uh per session with the uh with the um with the virtual training um, it just makes yeah, I mean, more there's sense. only so much you could do, right? In terms of yeah. body weight yeah. training, like as much as like in terms of training at home, there's like depends on your fitness level, right? Like, can you get a good workout? Yes, but can you get the same type of workout? No, right? So yeah, uh, can right. you get like right now for my training? I could I could definitely attest to this in terms of like how training is going. Like, am I getting good workouts? Yeah, like I'm sweating. My, my heart rate's increased because we're doing more reps, right? But yeah. is it the same type of training I would like? No, because like I just don't have the equipment for it. So right, right. Um, so yeah, I mean that's just how M one training is. It really depends on the person's goals and what they're trying to accomplish. Right. Uh, it definitely it, it definitely puts a it definitely puts like a hamper on things because you know if you have someone who's like trying to get stronger, you know, and mm-hmm. they you know go over to virtual training and they don't have weights that are heavy enough mm-hmm. it'll be it'll it's, it's really it's really hard you know you got to kind of switch over to just workouts that are just good instead of effective you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and just right. just make just making sure that that person does something rather than nothing mm-hmm. um yep. whereas like if you have a weight loss client it's it's a little easier because you know a lot of it has to do with them you know keeping the heart rate up and uh, how many calories they burn per per workout, and you know you can get a lot done for them. You know it could be a little more efficient for them. Yeah. Uh, but for the for the most part, you know it's effective. It's just it's just hard, you know, because it's hard because the person there's so much that you want to do when you're there. You know right. when you when you're in person, so much you want to do. You want to like you want to like. Uh, put your hand somewhere, you know, on their back or on their hips, whatever, to, be, to adjust them. You want to be able to, like, uh, you know, be able to demonstrate yourself. Um, it's, you can demonstrate yourself through virtual training as well, but, like, 
you kind of have to set up the camera in a certain angle. And at times you kind of want to like, sometimes I have the phone in my hand and I can't really put the phone down to demonstrate sometimes. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, it becomes a little bit of a challenge. So when you, so then as a trainer, you got to like your language as far as like, as far as uh, coaching has become a lot better. You know, you have to like really like uh, be very specific on what you're talking about and what you're trying to, what you're trying to get them to do because mm-hmm. if they're far away, you have to really like be in, you know, be crisp and be detailed with, uh, with your coaching. Yeah. Which is good. I mean, I think that's something that, uh, everyone could improve on and um, it's, yeah. it's putting us in that position to improve which is good like in terms of communication it's just like uh, another form of communication right like a lot of times we, we utilize like oh you just do it like this and just like that's what some trainers do right like and when they're coaching someone they just say like, oh just just look at what I'm doing and just copy that you know? right, yeah. instead, right. instead of giving like a cue and saying like you know, saying like you should be doing this, you should be doing that, or like you should position this way. But instead, they just like use the advantage of having in-person eyes and you know being able to just use and say, "Hey, just just copy me." Right. Yeah. Right. That's you know, that's that's definitely like a a percentage of trainers, like especially in the beginning, or especially ones who are lucky enough to like have a lot of like the same clients for years. They've been doing the same thing for years. They're saying like, Oh, just, just copy me, just copy me or whatever. And just, they're just copying them. But in reality, like it's, that's not like how, how people learn, you know, that, that, that may mm-hmm. work for like a small percentage of people, but majority mm-hmm. of people, they need like that, that you'd be able to speak and say exactly what you want them to do. And like word it, word it differently, use different like analogies and things like that for you to be, for them to understand. Um, yeah. So definitely, it's definitely making making us a lot better as as coaches because you have to really like, like I said, you have to really like, you know, better your language when you're talking. You have to really like, you know, explain everything you have to you have to have them you want them to do, especially because you know you're you have to pay attention the entire time. Not that I don't I don't pay attention when I'm training in person, but. Mm. Was virtual, like I have to look at them the the entire time because you know their their form isn't the best. They don't. It's not. It's not second nature like it is to us. So they're yeah. so sometimes they're kind of like off a little bit. So definitely, definitely doing a lot of talking, a lot of coaching, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So what I noticed too is like virtual training is a lot easier for people to kind of not say like cancel on you, but like it's more yeah. convenient, you know. You know, it's like, because, like, you know, when they, so when someone schedules in person, it's like, you know, they, they're already out. They're already doing their thing. Yeah, you, there's, you There's really no choice for them to cancel. But, like, when they're, when you're actually doing a virtual training, like, they could be working out right next to their bedside. And then, like, yeah. one day they feel like, oh, I don't feel like doing it today. Or, like, oh, something's acting up. I'm just going to yeah. say I can't do it, you know. So that's yeah. why I noticed too virtual training. Okay. Yeah, because cause, um, cause, like if you're training in person, like you have to travel all the way to the location, and yeah. it, if they cancel, it's like I, I haven't wasted all that time like, to travel all the way right, to, right. to location or whatever, and I don't show up. So they obviously feel more of an obligation to be there if they're training in yeah. person. Whereas like virtual training, I've noticed like a lot, like my clients may cancel more often than not. 
Um, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they may not be feeling motivated. Like if they don't, you know, they have to get up, they have to get dressed or whatever, and they're still in that their house. So it's like it's harder mm-hmm. for them to be a little bit more motivated. Yeah, like um, like a good comparison in terms of like workspace. Like for me, for example, like if I don't have a designated workspace, it's kind of hard for me to focus. So it's like hard to have that mixed in with your like regular space where you kind of have usually like your leisure activities right the same thing with working out i think for a lot of people it's like they have a separate place for that you know like if they kind of mix that into their leisure relaxing bedroom or something like that right it's really hard for them to get motivated right in terms of psychologically to get say like hey i need to work out now like you know i can't just sit on the bed and relax right i agree I hundred yeah. percent. I hundred percent agree because you gotta have them. You kind of have to have them separate, you know. Mm-hmm. For for people who for people, for you know for for uh, I don't know because like for me, you know, I mean maybe for you too. Like it's not hard mm-hmm. for me to just get up and work out at my house, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for, I, I, I mean, I could relate in terms of like doing other stuff. Cause, right. Cause yeah. Sometimes I might not be motivated to do some type of work. Right. Um. And that may be an issue why, like, I don't have a designated workspace sometimes, like, you know, the same space where I relax or, like, kind of, like, play games sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's where I also do work sometimes. So right. um, that kind of mixes in and, and gets me, you know, on days where I just don't feel like doing anything and right. I'm not doing it because that space, that's also the space where I relax. So I, I, that's what I'm trying to say. I do understand what they're feeling right. and how they're approaching it uh right. but yeah definitely working out is not an issue like working out is like more second nature i guess you right. say. yeah i agree like yeah i know what you mean I, I separate like uh i'll separate like you know like watching a show and working out or whatever or like like you said doing work or whatever but yeah you know if i'm programming or if i'm doing like doing like a course or whatever or if i was reading you know, I can always take take a break from it, you know, and like I just start working out or whatever and I'll just get back to it when I'm done. Um mm-hmm. but I understand for like for them it's different because, you know, they some of them, you know, look at working out as like a, a, a chore. So it's a little harder for them to be motivated, especially if you like virtual training. You know. Yeah, I mean also like in terms of like working out in the gym environment. Yeah. I feel like if if they're getting ready and like putting on clothes, you know, and also like getting into like, you know, for some people it's like if they put on their favorite type of shoes or, you know, they're, they're right. excited about it, you know, they put on their favorite type of right. workout clothes that they just bought, you know, they get yeah. excited about it. So yeah, know, that, that also motivates them, you know, for people to make that transition to start working out and they're in their house, they might not like, you know, they don't prepare themselves to like they would regularly for the regular gym. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree because my client, my client will work out barefoot all the time. What well, mm-hmm. most of my clients will work out barefoot, uh, or they yeah, work yeah. out like their pajamas or whatever, and it's like they didn't really have to get dressed. You know, they didn't really have yeah, to like yeah. put on like anything they were looking forward to. I know it's mm-hmm. like my clients will come in, you know, with in sessions in person before, and like yeah, yeah. they'll be like kind of matching, like they'd be color coordinated. Um, yeah. Whereas now it's like it doesn't matter to them, so it's like not as they're not as motivated to do that. Right, exactly. So I think that all like all that plays, I think, in terms of 
play some type of role in psychology and like how they're thinking. Right. Yeah. Uh, because they, they say kind of like session. they say like you you look good you you look good you you perform good I guess is what they say. Mm-hmm. You know that's a it's like a sports term you know like you know like like athletes or whatever you know like they'll wear like a they'll wear like a like a wristband or they'll wear like a uh, a certain kind of sleeve on their arm whatever and it's like it's yeah, like yeah. to go there wearing that it's like you you know you look good you play good you know you look good you you work out good so it just feels right. better it feels better to work out and and in their in the clothes that they they want they picked out the wear mm-hmm. yeah for sure. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely yeah. get, I definitely get that for sure. So, uh, in terms of virtual training, how how long do you think this could continue on for? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it, I think it will continue as long as it has to. I think that some clients will, I think some clients will start to say, you know, like I, you know, I want to do it more often. You know, yeah. I think, I think some people will, will kind of like, uh, will say they want to like will start to say like cause I know there's some clients who who aren't who aren't working out. I know some of my clients aren't working out at all right now. I know for a fact. Yeah, I, I have clients too that that kind of just took a break, you know, and just say like, you know, I just don't not into it. You know, I I rather not do anything then. Yeah, and I think virtual session. You know? And I think that some of them they'll if if this and if it goes on for longer, I think some of them will eventually come around and say, you know, I just I gotta do something so. You know, I'll, I'll try the virtual training. So be- yeah, that's what happened to one of my clients. I just trained earlier because I didn't train her for like a month. And she was like texting me out of nowhere like, oh, can we train virtually? Yeah, we're, yeah. Because at first she was hesitant. You know, at first she was like, oh, oh I don't know. Like, you know, I'll, I'll just wait till this thing is over, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree that um, some of them will start to come out and say like, okay, like, I'm ready. I'm ready to train virtually, like you know, because they gotta do something. You know, they just can't sit there the whole time. You know, and just right away. You know, and eat the whole time right, being right. young. So they said, you know, might as well work out. Some of them, some people have yeah. kids, and maybe a little harder if they have kids. But, but, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely, like, I don't. I think it'll go. I think that clients will do it as long as they can. Um, and I think that some people will definitely like just like bend and then say you know i have to do something so um might as well might as well might as well contribute to my trainers you know uh my trainers like you know uh living livelihood or whatever i guess is living and and i might as well work out yeah yeah i definitely think so i mean i was probably going for this small festival yeah i was talking to paul about it he was saying like he was he was saying how like uh he said most of your clients uh, would be if you have a good amount of clients, a lot of them wouldn't mind doing it, doing virtual training. He's like, he said, why would they, why would they pay for uh, a virtual group class when they can just pay their trainer? Would they, would they been doing the entire time? Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. You know, like might as well. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, like, if it's newer people, it's gonna be harder to yeah. convince. Like, let's say you're trying to get a new client yeah. right now. Let's say you're trying to get new clients right now. Say like. Hey, I'm offering virtual training. You know, this is a time of need for people to still work out. Like, it's hard for people to just get on board to right. someone brand new. Right. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I, I have because the clients I do have that are the clients that do the virtual training are the clients that I get really, really get along with. 
and the mm-hmm. one, and ones I've been training for year a few years now. Those are the ones who do it. Um, right, exactly. You know, exactly. I think I had a few clients I do have that were new. Like I have a guy who who went away for like six months, and he came back, and he came back, came back to this this area. I would say like maybe like a few weeks ago and he was like, hey. and he like reached out to me and he was like, Hey, do you do training? Like in person, I got a park. And I'm like, um, yeah, if you want to, but it kind of, it kind of fell through. He wasn't really into virtual training, you know? And it's just like, you know, he was newer. Mm-hmm. He was definitely new. I only, I only trained him for like, maybe, right. like, maybe, maybe like half a month, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and like, and another guy I have, he's new as well. He's fairly new as well. Once this happened, mm-hmm. I, I got him, like, I started training him, like, right around and started right around uh, February. And, like, yeah. maybe Jan- maybe a little bit into January, February. And he's, like, you know, mm-hmm. he's kind of yeah. new. He's kind of new. He's he's mm-hmm. very consistent. I trained him four times a week. Um, he, yeah, yeah. He's very new. But once this happened, he just, you know, he's not someone to be motivated to, like, to virtual training like in his house because if he's in his house he's just gonna sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like we said like some, some people just don't do anything in their house like yeah. if they're doing something related to work or working out it's got to be outside right yeah well it's very hard for them to to focus you know right yeah i agree that's yeah it's it's tougher how are you my question is how are you feeling during it are you do you feel bored do you feel like uh, agitated during it or antsy? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, like, with, like you said, like with clients that I've been working with a long time already, yeah, it's just like another day, it's yeah. just like another training session, you know, because cause, um, you don't have to worry too much about like their form, right, or like their technique because you know they're gonna do it right. Um, but for someone who's like fairly new. Who haven't been training for a long time? Right, those are harder because, like, because you're worried about like them not doing it right, right? So, right. Um, especially when the camera angle sometimes might not show their entire form. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess I guess that's the part where where I get antsy and say like, you know, I worried a bit um, to make sure that everything is going correctly. Right. Uh, bored. I guess. In terms of like if you're compared to in person training towards virtual, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, in person it's definitely a lot more fun, yeah. more hands on, you know, right? Um, and you have more access to equipment, so it's definitely a lot more fun. Like, to us, I only prefer virtual training in terms of like, um, if it were to be coaching, right? Okay, more so coaching than than virtual training. Right. Um, because the fun part about that is the, the programming, right? Right. So, um, creating the program, and also like, um, seeing the changes that a client can make. Because usually with coaching, the the client is a little more persistent, a little more consistent. Right. In terms of like their their um their motivation to to change. Right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying in-person training and virtual training clients don't do that, but in in terms of what I've seen, uh, coaching client versus in-person clients are a lot more motivated to do things on their own, right? And they're willing to 
you know, do whatever it takes to get it done. Right. Like in terms of their goals. Right. Because they don't have anyone there to hold their hand, you know. Yeah, true. In comparison to what we do in-person training or virtual training, like our usual training clients. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I'll say like I, I'll say like I'll definitely, I'll definitely get bored for sure. Because you're just sitting there watching them, you know, especially if they're not talking. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that does happen. Yeah. Like, you know, I try to create conversations. Um, yeah. Same here. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. Yeah, same here. I try and create conversations as well. But, for you know, after a while, it just kind of, like, gets dull. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I um, I definitely get get bored, for sure. And I definitely... I definitely like have like a really bad backache afterwards because I'm just sitting there the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't usually sit to sit that much, even though I'm in my house, you know, alone or whatever, not doing, not doing anything. Like I don't really sit down that much, uh, like mm-hmm. that. So the fact that like I have to sit there for an entire hour, like just not, just not moving at all for the most, for the most part, is definitely yeah. like my back just like kills me and then if i have a back-to-back i have like you know clients back-to-back it's, it's definitely it's even it's even even worse so it's it's definitely a a challenge for sure you know because you have to like be actually like focused the entire time you know yeah because most virtual training is like there's more so like a classes right yeah from what i've known yeah. like in the past yeah uh, so you're actually like doing the workout or like showing exercises or like you know doing this core class or whatever. Because I've I, I've seen classes in the past where it's like group training. Yeah. And it's like you know it's like a regular group group class. You know you have the trainer actually doing the whole routine and everything. Right. Okay. Uh, with the clients. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, it's definitely like that when you do the you do it with them. Um, but like, you know, if I had like. If I was able to like do, you know, do it a little differently, like I'm thinking about, you know, like I've been using. So I used to use Zoom to to do the sessions, but now yeah, yeah. now I just do it through. Now I just add my clients to Instagram and I just do it that way because it's easier. I just, oh, okay, I, really? Yeah, I find yeah. I find it ten times easier to do it on Instagram because because uh, with Instagram you just have to click the you just have to click. You have to push the the uh, the uh, video call like like you're doing like a FaceTime call. You just have to push, right, right. Have to push the icon and then it'll it'll just pop up and just call them. Whereas like Zoom right. Zoom to me is a little less user friendly and it's like you have to invite them on there and then you have to like set up a password or like not set up a password and you have to like swipe through or whatever. It, it was just confusing to me at first and I I got I kind of yeah. I kind of got the hang of it. Um, after a few times, but then I just told her, told my client, I was like, everybody else I do, everybody else I train is on, is is uh, on Instagram. If you want to do it that way, it's much easier because we would have, you know, sound issues. We would have like, I would see her, but oh really? Yeah, I would see her, but she'd yeah. be able to see me or, or yeah, yeah, vice versa. So it was hard to figure out at first just to get the grasp of it. Where like Instagram, you just go to their, go to them, go to their their messages and then click the top part of it, click the top, whatever the video call. And it just calls them right away. And just goes to a split screen. There's no other, like there's no other like thing you have to do for that. And it was much easier. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently using zoom. Yeah. 
um, Zoom and FaceTime for for my clients. Yeah, they they don't have Instagram then. Yeah, I use Zoom, but uh, I was using Zoom at first. But for the most part, everybody everybody else is on Instagram. But uh, mm-hmm. if someone else wanted to train that doesn't have Zoom. I mean, doesn't have Instagram. Obviously, I would use Zoom. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I just found that this, it was just easier, you know, because it was it was just more. I think it was just more user friendly. I just I even when I first used Zoom ever, it was like a it was like mm-hmm. a big video chat with a with all the employees and yeah yeah and like I could see everybody but I couldn't I could hear no I heard no volume and I was turning my phone oh, really? up. I turned my phone up I was using went to the settings nothing nothing happened so I couldn't hear anything so from mm-hmm. from my first experience with Zoom I I had I had a terrible experience so so from there it was just it, it wasn't much easier after that so I just stopped using it mm, I see yeah it, yeah I mean it's been fine for me um yeah yeah and this is kind of annoying though like sending the code sometimes yeah you can take it off oh yeah yeah you can go to settings or whatever and just make it to where it has no code obviously like that causes a risk of someone else like hacking it or getting getting into the uh getting into the um, the zoom call but um Mm -hmm. but you can take it off you can take it to where you don't have to put in the code Mm, i see okay yeah that was one thing I did figure out because in the beginning, like my client was trying to get in and I I didn't know there was a code to it. And then I had to figure out the code and everything, but that's why I found it was hard at first. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But all right. Uh, but yeah. In terms of virtual training, anything else you have to uh, say? Other than, other than, uh, I do notice that my clients do tend to like work harder during virtual training, I, w- I guess, because, because, really? because, uh, basically because they aren't talking as much, you know, they're just working the entire time. So, go mm-hmm. oh, the in person, they will have like little conversations, more, I guess, yeah, and work less. We'll have little conversations here, little conversations there about the day or whatever, mm-hmm. about. Just you know, from their house well, now, because there's nothing to talk about, you know. Yeah, there's nothing to there's talk nothing about. Nothing you can talk about, you know, like oh, how was your day? Oh, I just stayed home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> I know, been home. It's been home yeah, the entire yeah. time. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you think about like they're coming from home to the gym, there's you know stuff that could happen on the way there to you know that can talk about. But at, when you get to when you get to, even so when you get to the gym. You know, they may have worked the day before or worked at night or whatever, or that, that morning. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you about work mm-hmm. or not. But, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right now, a lot of people aren't working. They're just at home. So, like, there isn't much conversation. So, we'll go from mobility to, like, band walks to, to like, yeah, yeah. To like uh, power movements or whatever, to, like, some core yeah. core stability stuff. And we've done, we done everything, and it took us only 10 minutes, you know? <clears throat> Whereas, mm-hmm. like, that that would normally take us like 20 minutes maybe, you know? Um, yeah. So, so they're just constantly moving. They'll go from exercise, to exercise, whatever. They'll go from one movement to the next, to the next. And there isn't much like slacking or talking involved because there's nothing to talk about. And, you know, it's weird talking through a screen, you know, about stuff <laughs> <laughs> to some people, you know? So they don't, so they don't say much. So they just, so they, yeah. like, I feel like a, we work so hard now. I'm like, yeah, cause you're not talking. <laughs> Like, uh, maybe we should stop talking during our real session. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. We, we, we'd get through, because, you know, there's so much more we can, I get done 
in virtual training because they don't talk. You know, sometimes I'm left with like 15 minutes or whatever, and they've done, you know, a lot of what we normally do. And then I'll just add in some more stuff in there, you know, and they're just, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, you can add in just extra, you know, core work or whatever or anything. Mm. No. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to be learned on both sides in terms of like improving. So, like, when you go back to uh, in person training, like it'll be more efficient for for both the trainer and the client. Yeah, you'd be you'd be more efficient in that within that uh within that within that hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So we'll wrap it up here. Um, I think we discussed pretty much everything we wanted to about personal training. Right. And virtually. Right. Um, like, do we see it as a future of training? Probably not. I don't think so. No. I, don't I think still so. think I still think in person training. Nothing beats having like a person next to you and having someone show you how to do something, right? Um, and just being in a in the environment of like a gym setting. I don't think anything beats that feeling. Right. So as of now, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think virtual training is is gonna be like over riding person uh, in person training when things are back to normal. Right. Because uh, people can't wait to go back to going outside and doing their normal routine so yeah no they uh as you know i think i was talking to someone uh he said that uh once this once everything goes back to normal like the non-essential things become will become essential you know for you know they'll people will probably get a trainer um or train more often just for a little while just because get back into it um Mm -hmm. or like uh you know, I, I did hear that they might open like our gym, but only ex- exclusive, exclusively to personal trainer, personal training or whatever, just for, oh, really? uh, yeah, just, just in the beginning, like just right in the beginning of like everything. So like maybe like the first month or so, that's how it will be. And you may see people, yeah. I see people just get a train, just, just get a train just to be in the gym, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is a good idea. You know, I, like, you know. People are gonna rest to get a tr- gonna rest to work out, gonna rest to get a haircut, everything. Yeah, for sure, haircut for sure. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I think my uh, my dad's gonna help me cut my hair today. Yeah. At least trim it. At least trim it. You know, <laughs> this thing is this thing is getting out of hand. Getting out of hand, man. But I look like I just came. I, I look like I just came from China. <laughs> I, think, I just I just came off the the airplane, fresh, fresh off the boat. <laughs> I saw your hair. You, you, you in Paul's hair is so long. Yeah, straight up fob look. Straight up fob. That's funny. Yeah, but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you get did get to the end, thank you for listening, and also leave us a review on all the podcast application. And we'll see you guys next time on the next episode. And stay safe, stay healthy, keep working out. Yes. And that's it for now. All right. Sounds good.